So, like, take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off, you hosers. Episode 68 of Hosers. My name's Chris Killingsworth. Joining me as always is Carter Lupel. How's it going, Carter? What's going on, Chris? It's going well, man. And what's going on with you, Mr. Thomas Williams? I'm good. How are you, Chris and Carter, my co-hosts of this Hosers podcast? Oh, very well. Thank you. Thank you. Very formal this morning. Yeah. I love that. I'm pretty much wearing a suit and tie. Nice. I love that. No, that's good. You know, think from a productivity standpoint we're we're just in a really great place this morning we're recording that episode just before noon on the 30th of june so you know that's significant i was as i was watching the chl import draft uh, website just to see you know what's going on that, that way that rigged uh preordained uh, event well the thing with the import draft that's so tricky is like yeah, I, I don't want to say it's rigged. no it's more it's it's, it's more like a baseball draft where like teams already have deals prior and they just pick them right, right. like it's more like that so if you see like a surprise pick it's like oh they couldn't get the good player that they could take so they got this guy that they could actually play with yeah but we're seeing you know it's it's tricky because that's exactly what it is right like if I'm drafting, um, you know, forward Carter Lupel out of St. Joseph's High School, um, and I don't think that he's going to come to my team, I'm pretty sure he's not going to travel over uh, the pond. And by the pond, I mean Georgian Bay, like over to where I live on this side of town. Um, then I wouldn't draft him necessarily. So it's tricky. There's there's definitely some shenanigans a little bit. Yeah, no way I'm defecting. No way I'm defecting to you, Chris. But it, wow. but it is interesting that that's why I kind of like the baseball draft because you see, I guess we're getting to baseball. But uh, like what the Orioles did this year, I guess, this is so bad. We're a hockey podcast. We're talking about baseball stuff. That's um, fine. But the Orioles like selected this outfielder that like was gonna was slotted to go later. So they got him for like under slot and then they could use that slot money for later. So to get like higher picks that were – then they could get later in the draft. They didn't really do that. But then, yeah, yeah so you could see, like, some s- strategy with that for, like, evening out all their picks. But I don't know. That's – it's what's just interesting to me because it's just different than all the drafts that are really – just pick whatever best player because they're all in the same country. Yeah, and it's added by the fact that there's so many development options that you can go with that, like, it might be hard to get a guy – you know, to leave, like, so for example, there's this kid in the upcoming draft, Gushin, um, okay. you may have heard of him, maybe not, no. um, but, so he's this kid that's playing in Muskegon, like the Lumberjacks in the USHL. Like, 
Andre Sveshnikov did. Yes. Also, that he <laughs> came to Barry, and I'm not convinced that Gushin's going to do that necessarily. But the interesting thing about all of it is, you got a guy who's playing in the USHL, which has become like just a really, really great development league over the last few years, right? So that's fine. So like, what's like, I guess what's tricky about it is like, what's to say that his development path in the USHL isn't a little bit better, more clear than him going to Niagara where he was drafted this morning, right? And same with like Adam Fantilli. So this kid who is supposed to be the top pick in the OHL entry draft this year ends up going to the Chicago Steel rather than going to North Bay. So I mean Chicago gets a hell of North Bay. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. (laughs) As like a seventeen year old, which would I rather live in is he is he American? That kid? That's Chicago. I don't. Believe, I think he's Canadian. I might be wrong, but oh. they, I mean, North Bay's fine. They still got Ty Nelson. They're doing all right, but it's still it's still tricky, right? So, anyways, it's just one of those things where you just don't you don't know what path is is clearer, and you know some of these kids don't have agents yet necessarily. It's a scenario where they've got um, like an advisor. Um, if they're going USA jump yeah. route and then maybe NCAA. So it's tricky, but is that, case, is that Gushin kid Russian? Oh yeah. I'm yeah, just, yeah. I'm just guessing by the name, but yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's tricky. Cause like, I don't know. The CHL has like a very like hit or miss with like their imports too. Like for Russian kids yeah. coming over, like mm-hmm. it's more, it helps that he's already over in North America, but it's like, I don't know. You see a lot of, people just like coming in and then going out and there's like nothing ever happens. And they just like play their junior, maybe get drafted in like the fourth round or something and then go back to Russia right. because the money's better. Right. Well, and then on top of all of that, they've got the opportunity to like explore other options. So whether they go, you know, USHL, which is a pretty popular thing for a lot of Europeans yeah, um, to, to explore. Um, that's a pretty good way of doing things as well i am in the grocery store um <laughs> are you wearing you guys, a mask i am yeah oh. hopefully it's not too muffled i'm using my in my outside voice indoors <laughs> like um, there's this kid just going aisle three to like aisle five just yelling about the scooshin <laughs> they're like what kind of language is that they're what like, kind of language is that they're like no they're called fruit gushers chris <laughs> i have to get dog food so, um, but that, that was one of my errands today. Um, but yeah, like, <laughs> I'm glad that we went on this uh, CHL, you know. Well, now we can just transition easy to the draft because that's pretty much all we're going to talk about today. Yeah, well, before we do that, we okay, should probably fine. finish, like, our intro intro, right? Because we got to find out life update, you know what I mean, TM. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Carter, what's, what's new with you, buddy? Uh, not much. Just um, finished my... My Not June much. June workout challenge today, and then love it. Then next month I'm hiking the Bruce Trail for okay, 30, yeah, so thirty-one days. I kind of asked that question. <laughs> Not, not much is gonna hike for a month. Okay, so you have to explain why uh, why this is a thing and and how this is all coming about. Um. Well, so the Bruce Trail is like a it's like a famous like trail, not just like in Canada, but around the world it's a 900 kilometer trail um yeah and it starts 
um, at the tip of the Niagara Escarpment and then ends in Tobermory, like right right at the bay. Um, nice. And so, yeah, a lot of people like, it's like their life goal to like hike the Bruce Trail and they have to wait until they're retired because it takes so long and everything like that. And I guess like I figured I'd use this time like while I'm like young and in shape and don't have any like real commitments. Um, and I mean, you have the podcast, but I mean, well, I get you're, it. you're buying dog food while we're recording. So I'm sure I can record oh. while we're in town one day. Wow. <laughs> you shady bitch. I can't so, believe uh, it. So yeah, I, um, I don't know. It, it kind of came like to get like kind of, kind of serious for a sec. It came to a bit because I was having a lot of trouble with how, like, because obviously I disagree with like everything that's been going on with the U S and how, um, like BIPOC people have been like treated and everything like that. Um, but yeah. I don't know like how to use, use my privilege, I guess is the, is what, um, what like the term everyone's been using, I guess. And I've always been like a, an act local type person. And I have a, a friend and colleague at work who started a charity when this all started happening, like when COVID started happening, um, he started giving a hundred dollar like Loblaw gift cards to families in need. Um, oh, that's awesome. And that was like initially just in the GTA. And now uh, it's like Ontario and Quebec. And he's like sent out over a hundred thousand dollars worth of gift cards. Um, and right now he's prioritizing like frontline workers and black interracial and uh, persons of color um, families like over anything else right now. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's like an amazing grassroots local initiative. What's and the I name? so people can look it up. Uh, it's called yeah, change for a change for a hundred. And um, I'll, I'll send the link to you guys so we can put it in the show notes and stuff like that. Okay. But yeah, please he, do. Yeah. He, he's done an amazing job with it. And I, I figured this is how I can support what's going on and use my, use my privilege and use this time off to kind of like put, put, uh, put my money where my mouth is, I guess. Like I've donated to it, but if I can do something cool and selfishly something that oh, I wow. wanted to do for a while. So um, I just found then, their GoFundMe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, beauty. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, you're going robot, Chris. No, it's just cat. He's just checking out. Uh, man tracker for the next little bit. <laughs> Chris, you're, you're going robot, buddy. Chris, we can't hear you. Chris, we can't hear a single word you're saying, buddy. Chris, you've gone full robot on us. Oh, he left a call. Oh, dang. Okay. Anyways, uh, so that is Change for 100. If you guys want to check it out, it's on GoFundMe. Um, yeah, it looks good. It looks crazy. Okay, yeah, I dropped off oh a little God. bit there. Did you guys hear my man tracker joke or did that? I heard something about man tracker and a horse and that was it. <laughs> I was just going to say, sir, like, yeah, I got in my car and my Bluetooth fucked up the connection. Sorry, boys. Um, <laughs> but uh, I said that although we've been razzing Carter so much about going full man tracker for a month, um, that I think it's, I think it's great, man. Like kudos to you for just kind of doing things your own way. And, you know, if, if you can do this and, um, you know, we're able to support people that listen to the show, 
are able to support get some exposure on you know something that means a lot um yeah. i think that's great and i and i think you know we we haven't recorded since you know all these awful things have been going on in the u.s and that's not to say that they haven't always been going on because you know systematic racism and things like that have gone on for a long time and it's it's great to see people to your point a minute ago put their money where their mouth is and actually start you know talking about it and doing something about it um you know this is a this is a way that we can help give back and i think it's really great man good on you thanks boys that's awesome so you're gonna be gone for a bit but we're gonna try and you know we could probably call you and get you get like an update or whatever you'll be like yeah like yeah, today was sick. I, you know, walked like 6K and, um, you know. Oh, no, it's uh, it's 30K a day. Oh, yeah, but you might have like a lazy day and that's why you're yeah. recording the pod. <laughs> the other day you sure. have to do like 55. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why'd, why'd you hike 75K that day? Oh, I had to record hose, hosers in the rain. <laughs> the other day. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You're just, just like, like, hey, boys. Reporting in from a lean-to up, uh, <laughs> I don't know where. <laughs> you just get lost and you're like on Manitoulin Island and you just don't know where you are. Uh, yeah, just walk 900k back shooting, and forth on the island. Yeah, yeah. just shooting hope, vlogs like Blair Witch Project. I hope that YouTube video I sent you, Carter, about um, the different types of snakes you might run into like bodes well for you. Because if you run into a master saga rattlesnake, you got to be like ready to go, you know, <laughs> remember that they're more afraid of you than you are of them. So, hey, like, it's like a rattlesnake. What are you talking about? Uh, the, the, uh, James, the James Hardy, James Hardy. Jacob Ingram. <laughs> You're he such a jackass. As soon as, as soon as you said Mississauga, I knew you were going to try and pander to my junior hockey sensibilities and ruin that joke i was gonna say does a radish brother play for them did he no they both played for, oh, Erie, for Erie. bro. Come he was on. like the big oh uh the florida pick owen fuck. owen tippet tippet yes yeah. i'm familiar with his work bro yes <laughs> sorry come on come on and it, the most topical thing you could have said was james hardy upcoming pick this upcoming season in my in my mock draft, I have him yeah. going in the uh, third round, I believe. Hopefully, hopefully, okay. place. Hopefully, this new placeholder team is going to uh, pick him up. Oh my God! Okay, yeah. before we Ho- get into hopefully, that, Thomas, hopefully, Team TBD is gonna win huge yeah. in this lottery. I'm I'm I've been a bandwagon fan for Team TBD forever. I'm literally <laughs> like. Yeah. Oh, TBD TBD over TML, right? Born and raised the TBD fan. Oh my god. TBD blood has gone. I I bleed TBD. Well, I think the other thing you have to consider too with TBD is there I'm blood I I'm E positive for team E. People don't take into account their farm system like the TBA part of their farm system has just been just really instrumental in making sure they're getting like great players no. to TBD when the time's I, right. I, I'm yeah, a big fan of their, their third tier uh, team N slash A. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I was going to make the joke that that was their minor hockey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the ECHL, like it's been tricky with COVID and everything. So hopefully N slash A can make an impact. You know, you got to. 
be ready to go. I'm a big fan of uh, player X. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, let's get it. Let's get into that in a second. Before we get into the nonsense of that, Carter, um, you shared your your kind of update. Thomas, what's new with you, buddy? Uh, nothing really. All right, simple. That's <laughs> no, no, that's easy. I had a nice holiday after uh, getting married, and uh, <laughs> um, oh god, yeah, oh, oh, nothing, nothing much. I just got married and went. Yeah, on just. It's little. It's nothing big, guys. It's just been. Yeah, I got married, and that's fine. Just, just my life decision. Sorry. Yeah, it's just chill. Yeah. I don't know. It was guaranteed it was bound to happen, so I was like, whatever. <laughs> the Dude, wedding marriage? and the honeymoon was bound to happen. I'm a hot guy. I was gonna get married, and I was gonna go on a honeymoon. It was yeah. in the cards for me. Well, yeah, it was chill. going to happen, and that's what people <laughs> fail to realize is that it was gonna happen at one yeah. point or another. So yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm excited for you, man. Good on you. Um, do you want to talk about how you and the missus are the sole people that got um, Sobble Beach shut down or no? No. Okay. Well, we were up in Sobble Beach and it was open for a week. And then the weekend, the first, we went up on a Monday. And that weekend after, it was open. And it was like, there was just so many people it was it was probably less busy like she went up there with her family throughout her old childhood yeah it's been busier like it's usually like way busier but i was like i feel uncomfortable yeah like how many people are on the main strip like i just and like the rule on the beach was that you can't sit on the beach you could either just like walk on the beach like just walk across the sand or you could go swimming and then after swimming, you go up dry yourself and then leave okay Um, and yeah people were just like hanging out whatever they had like six like rent-a-cops going through the whole like 4k of the beach giving out tickets so of course like they didn't give out like i think throughout the whole week they gave out like a hundred tickets only where it was like everywhere you look there's someone just sitting there um okay but yeah so like it was crazy that weekend and then they announced on the tuesday that they'd shut down the beach like um i think for canada week i think it's open up like the day after tomorrow or something um but it, yeah, it's for so for like the last. That's good. Yeah, so for like the last week we were there, we weren't able to swim, which is shitty because that's all I wanted to do. Got um, it. I'm sorry, buddy. I, okay. I I thought that I'd bring it up just as kind of like uh, you know a little bit of a joke, but then I hope it like didn't ruin your. Vibe no, no, it's chill. It's chill. After they closed it, anyways, it was like two days of like torrential. No, and I read like four books and like a couple of so like, man. Oh, it was good so you you would have got all the way at least to the goblet of fire i guess in the series yeah <laughs> okay maybe not i thought that harry potter joke could land a little bit better but you know can't make, can't make i guess you know what jk rowling is very problematic right now i should have known oh, shit. i should have known is my mic working Sorry, my, my, my mic actually just cut out when after you said the touch lights so so did you laugh though? Uh, no. <laughs> does that does that change anything? Because Carter just kind of gave up. <laughs> well, I'm not a, I'm not a big Harry Potter guy, but the did you laugh though was funnier than your actual joke. <laughs> well, we're just out here doing our best. Um, crazy thing about. Into... Oh god. 
<laughs> yeah, no thanks. Uh, the Harry Potter thing is so funny because I don't know, I think we might have even talked about this on the podcast before, but um, I was very into those books when I was a kid and they got banned from my school and my copy of Prisoner of Azkaban was taken away from me uh, until the end of the school year. Oh my God. Yeah. So I didn't know what happened to Sirius Black. I still don't. I still don't know. So I don't know. Maybe well, we can. I can't. Okay. Yeah, now I can't. Well, I can't now because she's she's problematic as hell. So yeah. Well, just, honestly, honestly, fuck JK. That's our. Yeah, story. facts. Fuck you, Joanne. Not my mom. I know she's a listener. A <laughs> lot of respect oh, for that. Joanne. Carter, Carter can say Joanne. that. Carter, Carter can say that. I can't say yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> or am I allowed? Oh now? Is that the... In a nicer way. <laughs> no, just the sexual tension. You can cut it with a knife. That's all. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, so he's actually going on the hike with Carter. <laughs> oh, that's where my mom's going. <laughs> Yeah, she, she's not uh, going to Truro, bud. She's going to the Bruce Trail. <laughs> oh, my God. I, that's like such a niche reference. Yeah, she's not going back to Bible Hill. She's been hanging out with me. <laughs> I'm your new dad. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, I'm taking her on dates to Mastown Market. <laughs> listen, if we, I know we have some fans that listen from Nova Scotia. Uh, if you don't get that reference, I will be very disappointed. And that's a fact. <laughs> Um, so, okay. So you guys got some stuff that, that, um, have been going on with you, which is great. I wanted to make a, an announcement and make sure the fans knew first. I mean, you guys have known for a little while, but, um, we talk about hockey a lot on our podcast and you guys know that hockey is something that the three of us are super passionate about and something that, you know, we've been doing this podcast for a little over three years years now and you know it's it's been great to be a part of the podcast and then of course with Carter uh, being the head coach of our Fleming team and then me joining shortly thereafter and Thomas being like a big support system throughout all of that it's been really great and um, Carter and I found out uh, since we last recorded that our podcasts um, not our podcast sorry our hockey team um, won't necessarily be playing uh, this upcoming season with everything surrounding COVID, which I know is a huge bummer to me and a huge bummer to Carter. Um, so with all of that said, um, I thought, you know what, maybe this is a good time for me to reach out um, to some local teams and see if there was um, a fit for me and, and any way that I could help. Um, and I'm happy to announce to you guys and to anybody that listens I have joined the Lindsay Muskies uh, scouting team uh, starting next season. So, yeah. yeah. Go Muskies, go. Go Muskies. Yeah. So, the Lindsay Muskies play in the OJHL. Um, as we were talking earlier about really great development systems for junior players, um, the OJHL, obviously, junior A league for kids that, um, you know, some of the time they, they do end up in the OHL, other times they end up going to NCAA Division One or Division Three, So um, really, really great development uh, league. And for me, just gets me a little bit closer to my goals of someday being an NHL scout. So um, wanted to just thank both of you guys um, for always being so supportive of my uh, passion for, for scouting and prospects. And um, I'm glad that it's finally led to something. So thanks, boys. Congrats, buddy. That's going to yeah, be huge. Congrats. 
Now, now you can yeah. say uh, you're on the same level of uh, hockey as Dark Guy. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I didn't realize I didn't realize where he scouted was actually OJHL. I thought it was lower, so I was gonna make a joke that you already have more credentials than Dark Guy. But yeah, so Chris no. is actually gonna go with the Dark Guy face paint to every <laughs> rink he goes to. But yeah, it, but, but it, I'll, do, I'll do the teal and black. Yeah, um, <laughs> as, as, just a big but, fish hook on your face. I love it. Well, the funny thing he's, too he's is gonna throw. He's going to throw muskie out to the ice after every game. Oh. <laughs> Those fish are huge and very mean looking. So just I like, don't think that's going to happen. Just like me. a random game between like Colts and Peets. And you're just like. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or like well, a random like U16, it... like junior C game. <laughs> this guy comes, oh just throws it. The, the arena seats like 120 people. That's, oh, the barns yeah, are the I best. If if Chris yeah, isn't the yeah. only person, if Chris isn't the only person throwing musky in a barn with like a hundred <laughs> capacity, then I'm a little concerned. Yeah. Yeah. I have to find a way. I know the people in Nashville were like sneaking them in in their pants, so I don't know if I want to go that route necessarily. But yeah, I'll be scouting uh, U16, U18, midget, minor midget, um, AAA, GTHL, prep school. Um, it's good. Listen, I'll tell you guys that, um, since I, you know, started, you know, talking to them, my hockey TV account, um, now feels like it's worth the 50 bucks a month. Um, but maybe we should look into getting them as a sponsor or something so that maybe they can knock 20 bucks off a month or something. Yeah. Or just give us a hockey TV. Yeah. We deserve. Dude, hockey TV. I know people have some issues with like the, the interface. But it is such a fabulous service. I'm really happy with it, straight up. What's the – oh, I'm talking about the, the, the free one, like the onhockey.tv. No, no, I'm not a fan of that one. The thing that's nice about um, hockey TV that I actually really appreciate is it gives people the opportunity to start somewhere with, like, broadcasting. So, for example, some of the OJ teams um, and, you know, a lot of the other teams that I've been watching, um, they actually have people doing um, play-by-play, which I think is really cool, oh, cool because a lot of the time they're, like, younger and, yeah. you know, they're just breaking in. And, uh, like, some of them, I forget his name. He's tremendous, though. Um, he is the, uh, the broadcaster and play-by-play for Milton's team, the Milton Menace. He's, he's honestly fantastic. He's very, very, very good. Um, some teams don't have it. Like I know uh, Lindsay doesn't have a play-by-play guy right now, but um, hopefully that, that is something that gets implemented at some point. Just because when you're sitting there watching tape and, and you know, the thing I like about hockey TV, for those of you guys who don't know it, but you use your keyboard to create shortcuts for things that you saw that you liked so you can reference them. So, oh, cool goals hits assists play but uh yeah i'm that's getting to work out right now um but uh i'm excited man i'm, I'm not going to be doing junior b because that doesn't really exist around where i live but uh there's about 600 junior c teams around here um and i got a lot of love for junior yeah, c because uh, a lot of our guys on fleming come from that the, so. the allen the allen loop the the taylor loop the ben loop Dude, there's so many. If you okay. want to like become a super fan of a new league, people who listen, um, look at how many junior C teams there are in Ontario. And it's, 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 
it's it's there's so well, many and the hockey it's is great. so so competitive yo boys hold on a second all this has me in the mood for a coffee hold on well we, we got nine minutes and 30 seconds left <laughs> okay i'll be quick it's just a coffee hold on <laughs> hi can i get a large coffee two milk two sugar dude the fact that you didn't order an extra large great one for the pod is thanks so much so fucking brutal we better be um, on Bluetooth yeah. speaker. Right? Large, two milk, two sugar. Yeah, that's right. Uh, extra large, great one. Nine cream, nine <laughs> sugar, please. Ew, that's disgusting. Okay, since we don't have too much time left on our Zoom call and Carter needs to do some prep, um, real quick here, uh, let's start with you, Thomas. What was your impression of the lottery draft this past week? Because we um, have Okay, well, first off, I saw, I tweeted about it, but later, but. Uh, Way too many Red Wings fans getting really upset about it. I know that they yeah. have only ever lost draft positions. Like, they're the, one of the only teams that, like, every year they're, like, they drop down a couple spots at least. But they're able to enjoy, like, insane cup runs. Cup ring. Oh, my God. Cup run, runs. I can't talk. There you go. It's okay. I just sounded up. And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, and just like I don't know, they're just so good. If they're like the oil or like, like say the Sabers got like bottom again, and then like and then it happened, I'd feel bad for them. But it's like Detroit, who's like pretty much the Patriots, like not getting a couple, or like the Yankees, be like, oh no, we dropped a couple spots. Like so, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and the other thing too is is they had a more than fifty percent chance not to win first overall. Oh well, yeah. So although, although they had a more than like- they had a more than fifty percent chance just to get the fourth. They had like right. it was like forty five to get one of the top three, or something yeah, like that. I should yeah. I should have worded that better, but yeah. it's it's crazy, and I agree with you. Like, is it disappointing? Yes, but they're still going to. They're going to get Lucas Raymond or Mo- or, or, Mo- or Rossi, or yeah. I mean, I would be a bit more inclined for them to get Perfetti myself. No, fuck. Uh, you know, big Ontario boy that I am. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it, or they get Drysdale. Right, and then you've got. Oh, okay, maybe not. But I mean, I would be happy. <laughs> their their defense is I already like, like too like, I don't know. I like Lucas Raymond, and I mean they've Raymond's Raymond's their, I think uh, the best pick, and then Ross. They've been getting guys out of Falunda for a long time now, so I mean exactly. they know they know that grouping pretty well. But Carter, what were what were your thoughts around uh, Detroit going to fourth overall? Um, I don't like when you look at like obviously taking out the placeholder team, but when you look at like those, those like the remaining seven like picks, like any one of them could have been in any slot there. And I don't think I would have been like too surprised. And so like LA all the way down to Buffalo had like shit seasons. And I, I know like I, with the season, not, finishing out and letting the teams play out. I think like the lottery kind of made more sense than not. Um, but I feel like any of them could have, if we played the season out, could have slotted anywhere in that list. Yeah. I think, I think LA is, I mean, they're probably the biggest winners uh, of everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know there's been a lot of talk about Stutzel going second overall and, and, and maybe that does happen. Um, I feel like Stutzel will probably end up with Ottawa myself. I think well, that uh, LA is going to draft five fields because of, you know, their yeah. rough and tumble Western conference. Um, 
it, I, it, to me, that I thought Stutzel was, I thought Stutzel was like, even before all of this happened and there was all like the buzz around him, I thought Ottawa would be like the place for him. Like It just seems regardless. like it makes sense to me. Like whether he plays at, uh, as a center or as a winger, like, you know, yeah. obviously, you know, we don't necessarily know what that's going to look like, but it's, it's really funny. So like when, when everything was going on, um, so Robin makes this incredible um, fettuccine Alfredo. And I, the arrangement is, because it takes forever to make, um, I would go and get everything and then she would make it. And then I'd be able to, while she was making it, watch the draft lottery. But I forgot to get butter, which is like oh. the most essential thing in that meal. So Robin was like, well, can't you just like watch it on your phone and like go and get it? And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So I, I pull up the Bell app and I'm watching it in my driveway, but then I got to start going. And of course they do the whole, like, when we come back, you'll find out picks three oh. through one. And I thought that I'd be able to catch all of it in my driveway. I ended up having to go out. So the, the TBD pick gets announced while I'm walking down the aisle to get the, the butter. And I just let out a, oh my God. And the person <laughs> beside me looks at me like kind of dumbfounded and, I wanted to just be like TBD, man. Like that means the Leafs are going to get Lafreniere. Like this is great. <laughs> Thank you. With the how about with the remaining Thanks. four minutes, we answer Tim Waugh's mailbag question, and we we're kind of going to talk about this anyways. But uh, uh, um, so mailbag theme play here. Yes, love you, Tim. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so he said, rank teams you want to see win the lottery pick, and why is Montreal last? I Carter. I, can I just quickly get this in, Carter? Because I yeah. want to show Carter solidarity. Um, I will be legitimately disappointed if the Habs don't get Lafreniere. Straight up. Oh, I think I had a tweet and it didn't get any likes, so I deleted it, of course. Um, <laughs> wow. But, You're only human, but he come <laughs> on. Uh, I said, like, just Lafreniere in Montreal just seems... Like, it does seem like the easy, like, French guy goes to the French team, so it's kind of, like, an easy story. But it's yeah. also just, like, to bring that historic franchise into a place where their teams are surrounding, like the Leafs are with their core that they have the Ottawa getting an insane rebuild with the three and five picks. And um, just like the prospect pool that they already have. And then like other teams in like Tampa already dominating for years to come. Like the story of Montreal kind of get lost in the dust. And if they get Lafreniere, they'll kind of like surge them into like, you have to watch this team now. And like, they were wa pretty watchable like last year. Like I probably oh, watched sure. more. I watched more Habs games than previous seasons last year. So like, um, but yeah, with Lafreniere, it's just like a good, I don't know, it just feels good. It's just like, yeah, hockey's, I, I know agree. it's so, it's so, it's such a bad cliche. And I know like Canadian broadcasters say it a lot better or say it a lot more, but it's like, Hockey's just better when Montreal is good. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I agree. And, it's just, I and then I Montreal, Montreal plays stronger when like they have French Canadians on the team. <laughs> like it's it's all around. Like it's a it's a yeah, fun it's narrative. Like, I know that yeah. it's so easy to separate yourself and see like sports in a very like oh this player is good, this player is better, this player is, and take the emotion out of it. But like yeah. for a player, if like I don't know Lafreniere, if he was a Habs fan growing up, he probably was. He was. Fan. Um, yeah, but like for a player to play for a team that he cares about and for a franchise that 
has been so dependent on the French Canadian culture, then I think it's just like kind of a, yeah, know, it's a match made in heaven. I think it'd just be nice. Less than a minute, guys. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So what, who would right. be, what about Toronto? There you go. Uh, <laughs> we could do a whole podcast on if the Leafs get left right here, but maybe, yeah, maybe what we could do is um, I'll message him or maybe you can message him from the hoser's account. Let's do an episode with Tim in the next couple of weeks since Carter is okay. going to be out on the road. So, yeah, as we wrap up, Carter is going to be, um, I'm not going to say MIA. Maybe he'll be TBD or TBA. We'll have to find out <laughs> um, in, the, in the upcoming weeks. But we will be back, Thomas and I, uh, regardless, in the next little bit. And we'll get Carter on as much as we can. Thanks for listening to this episode, guys. I know it's a bit of a shorter one, but we wanted to get one in before uh, Carter went on uh, on the hike. So, uh, Carter, uh, take a hike, bud. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> so, and if this is the last thing you hear from Carter, rest in peace. Yeah, Carter, yeah. we love you. We're so sorry that that master stall got rat left. Yeah, that, yeah uh, Team RIP is going to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, guys. Um, That's good. Bye. <laughs> Yes. <laughs>